This is Joe Burns. And Chad P. Hey, thanks for listening to the Rock School Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live Thursdays at 5. And Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School radio show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Who cares? Anyone can play drums. Here, listen. What? There you go. What? I can play drums. <laughs> and Chad P. Oh, I got a cup of coffee right here. And it is so close to landing right there on your nice little green shirt. Class is in. All right, this is Rock School here on the Rock School Radio Network, and uh, I'm sorry if I sound like I'm talking out of a paper bag, but I'm talking out of a paper bag. I've got my Aints bag on top of my head. Uh, Chad, have you gotten your Aints bag out there? Uh, I woke up this morning agreeing to myself that I wouldn't talk about it, so thank you for bringing it up. Sir, I thought I'd bring that right up. I've uh, gone out and got my Rouse's bag, put it right on my head. You know what, though? These are the times that the true fans get tested. Are you Gonna, souls, are you going to stay saying? on the bandwagon, yes. or are you going to jump off and go get on the only undefeated team right now in the NFC? Are you going to become a Falcons fan, or are you no. going to stay a fan? No, I'm going to stay a Saints fan. It's just I'm going to complain about it. Well, that's, that's fine. Half the fun. That's all right. By the way, sure. shout out Richard. You guys are yeah, congratulations. It done. Guys well done. It done. I, I also now believe the conspiracy theorists <laughs> with the black helicopters. I believe that Roger Goodell is sitting in an office somewhere and he's directing these these referees. I think you. You can call them that because uh, they do wear the uniforms at least. Mm-hmm. He's directing them to make sure we lose. This is insane. It is insane. All right, let's talk music. I'm done talking football. I was just stewing last night, chewing on my thumb, walking in a circle, and my <laughs> kids are sitting in a corner. You're scaring us, Daddy. Uh, my name is Joe Burns. Uh, we are broadcasting from the campus of Southeastern Louisiana University. Who are you? Chad P. Do you play any instruments other than drums? Now, I understand there's a, a slew of percussion instruments, but do you play any instruments that actually make music? Believe it or not, I know a little bit how to play a bass guitar. Do you? Yes, I do. Really? Do you? I mean, you know the notes, the scales, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Good see, I don't. You. I don't. I know them by sound, and I know where the, I've kind of memorized where they are on the neck. So if you tell me like strike an A, I, I can go directly to it and give you an A chord. Fantastic. Well, A's an open string, actually, but you can you know where the fret is. I and, do. And good for you. Yes, sir. Good for you. In today's topic, we're going to talk about what are either known as utility men or one-man bands. These are guys, and and they're all guys, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all guys. These are guys who either play such a multitude of instruments that they're all over the record, mm-hmm. or the record is completely done by them. Really? They have no other musicians on the album with them. So basically, they'll record the guitar track on one, and then they'll go back and you got lay it. down the drums and then lay down the bass. All by them. Wow, or that's kind of... Or they play so much of the instrument that there's only like two other people with them on the entire album. Well, that's very interesting, but that seemed like it'd be kind of boring. 
But it's the I'm one coming guy? out with a new album. I did it myself in it's my me. parents' garage. <laughs> right. Well, these are people you know. Todd Rundgren. Oh, I know him. Puts out an album in 1972 called Something Anything. It's a double disc. The first three sides, one, two, and three, have all instrumentation and all vocals by Todd Rundgren. Mm-hmm. No one else is involved in it. Now, side four has other musicians. Apparently, he got tired and brought in other people. <laughs> right. He has a hit off of the first three sides called I Saw the Light. He has a hit off the side four where other people are there called Hello, It's Me. Yeah. So other than being a producer for Meatloaf and Grand Funk and Hall and & Oates and The Tubes and blarty blarty blar and playing with the newly formed cars, this guy knows how to play every instrument under the sun. That's cool. And if you get a hold of something, anything... And you play one of the sides where he played all of the instruments, you get to hear I Saw the Light. So, our first one man band played everything on the album, everything on the single. Todd Rundgren, I Saw the Light. Sounds like this right here, Rock School. Oh, he's very talented. Yes. That's good. That's good. I totally disagree with this one-man band concept. Why? I'll tell you why. Okay. Let's say that you are a one-man uh, band. I am a one-man band. I'm listening to your album. I say, wow, that's really cool. Who's that on the drums? Me. Me. Who's that on guitar? Me. Me. Who's that on bass? Me. Cool. When I come see your concert, you're going to play it everything? No. No, of course not. And no. that's the problem. Let me tell you why. That's All the right. problem. Okay. Let's say that... You're just you're really really good on the guitar parts, right? But then this guy over here really likes the way that you play the drums. When we go to your concert, he's going to be disappointed because no, you're he, not playing the drums; you're no. playing the guitar. You move from from instrument to instrument. That, you move that, around. That's that's even worse because <laughs> at some point you're disappointing someone because somebody everyone out there will have a different appreciation for a different instrument that you play. You need to stick uh-huh. to one thing. Oh, you think so? Yes, I do. So in the opening scene of that '70s show, they're actually on their way to. A Todd Rundgren concert. Uh-huh. So you think when they arrived at the Todd Rundgren concert, they sat there with their arms crossed? This guy's a phony. I, I, I don't. I, that's taking it a bit extreme. Okay. I'm just saying. You know, if you have a, a, a guitar solo, kind of like something that Slash would play, right? And they, man, I can't wait until Joe rips into that into that guitar solo. And it's not him. Oh, Joe's playing drums tonight. Oh, see there. Yeah, you go. I'm a little disappointed. Okay. I am. John Fogerty of, of CCR. CCR, right? When he was with CCR, obviously he had you know his brother there, and he had two other people, and the four of them would play. Yeah, it would seem when they were live that all four of them were playing, right? Well, well John Fogerty wrote the songs, most of the songs, but right? they all had to seem, play. Sure, right. Here's what would happen: John Fogerty really was the band. So what would happen is he would write the songs, he would lay out the basic of them. They would then record the song generally live. What? From the beginning, you know, start here, end here, and they would lay it down. Then the band would, you know, leave. I don't know, go to the Waffle House and split, get out of the way. Fogarty would come back and lay over the guitar parts he wanted, lay over the organ parts he wanted, re-record the vocals, re-record the background vocals, change the drum parts to what he wanted, change the bass parts to what he wanted. When it was all said and done, for the most part, all they did was lay down a click track for Fogarty to play over top so that's of. that's on a live album. 
Well, no, it was their studio albums. But but that's on albums, not when you right. saw them live. No, when you no, went, no. When you saw them live, the band played. See, they, I'm concerned about the live oh, show. Okay, you can deceive me on a CD. Okay, but when I see you live, no, I want to see you doing what you claim that you could do. When you listen to CCR on record, you were basically hearing a little bit of the band and a ton of overdubs from John Fogerty. Okay, Fogerty was playing it all. In fact, the song Center Field. Obviously, mm-hmm. he was solo at that time. Yeah. Every single solitary note on center field, organ, drum, guitar, everything, Fogarty. Nice. Every single thing. Old man down the road, uh-huh. drum, everything, Fogarty. Completely him. Well, he can do that. Yeah. He's John Fogarty. But you're okay with him doing it, but not but not Todd Rundgren? It's half my show. <laughs> here is center field right here, Rock School. All right, we're talking one-man bands and utility men here on Rock School today. I gotta admit, when you first told me that that's what we were going to talk about, yeah. I thought it was the guy that went around like uh, beating on some bass drums and playing a fiddle and a, and right. a harmonica at the Cymbal, same time. Cymbals between his knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with a monkey out front. Right. A grinder, sure. <laughs> Nickels pulling the hat off his head. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Uh, no. Let's talk about <laughs> more a utility man on this one. This is the guy in the band who plays a slew of instruments. Mm-hmm. Now, you got the one guy that plays guitar, the one guy that plays drums, and then the guy over there, like in uh, Dave Matthews' band, he's got the multi-instrumentalist who plays the saxophone, the clarinet, the the bass saxophone. He's just got a a slew of instruments surrounding him. In Led Zeppelin, everybody loses their mind over Jimmy Page. Mm -hmm. Everybody loses their mind over Bonzo. Everybody loses their mind over all that... As well they should. Well, John Paul Jones always gets sort of overlooked because of Jimmy Page. Everybody gets overlooked because of the other members in the band. Let me tell you about John Paul Jones, ladies and gentlemen. What does he play? He plays, and I'm just going to list a few of them here. Bass guitar, guitar, koto, which is this Asian instrument that mm-hmm. kind of looks like a harp strapped over a, a tall bridge. Lap steel guitars, auto harp, violin, ukulele, sitar, cello, continuum, and overdubbed recorder parts that you heard on Stairway to Heaven. He played all of that. Played the organ on Zeppelin 1, the synthesizer and mandolin on Zepp 3. On Sozo, all the mandolin parts were recorders, acoustic guitar on Battle of Evermore. What's he doing playing acoustic guitar when you've got Jimmy Page in the band? Well, you just said it. You've got Jimmy Page in the band. you got John Bonham back there beating with those giant sticks and everything. Nobody leaves a Led Zeppelin concert going, yeah, but did you see the guy playing the harp? I'm with you. Oh, gosh. I'm with you, yeah. I mean, on uh, he played grand piano on Houses of the Holy, um, Mellotron, Mandolin, the VCS3 synthesizer on physical graffiti, Hammond organ. This guy's a monster. 
Well, he is a monster. Whatever but instrument you throw at him, he gets a sound, a good sound out of that it. That doesn't mean that he's not getting his due credit. He's, no. a, he's a great musician, and that's fine. But... He really is, but he's the guy over there on the left. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because you've got the other guys out front. Hey, you know it. what, Doc? At the what? end of the day, I'll take yeah. the guy on the left's pay uh, I think uh, you're by right. being in the band. I think you're right. You know, does he open up his check and go, wait a minute. Hey. Because I'm the guy on the left, <laughs> I should be getting a little bit bigger cut. <laughs> My favorite Led Zeppelin song, and it has been almost from the get-go, is Trampled Underfoot. And it starts with that VCS3 synthesizer. Sounds like this. It's John Paul Jones playing it, and then in comes Bonzo. Bom, bom, bom. I just love the beginning of it. All the lyrics are taken from automobile advertisements. Seriously, listen to it. Trouble-free transmission. <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> Sounds like this. Trampled Underfoot. Zeppelin. Rock School. on Rock School. Hey, time for the first break. Let me tell you a couple of people we're not going to play Go here. David Bowie. Bowie plays? Oh my God, does David Bowie play? I thought he just played a guitar. Well, and plays it very well, oh, as I a know matter of that, fact. But I thought that was it. Dig this. Electric, acoustic, and 12-string guitar, which drives me crazy when somebody says electric, acoustic, and 12-string. What's the difference? <laughs> They're all fretted exactly the same. It just takes a little more hand strength to do one or the other. Uh, alto, tenor, and baritone saxophone keyboards, including piano, synthesizers, and Mellotron, harmonica, stylophone. I don't even know what a stylophone is. It's a xylophone in style. It is. It yeah. wears a nice coat uh-huh. that's flashy. Uh, xylophone, vibraphone, koto, drums and percussion. Uh, who cares? Anyone can play drums. Here, look. What? There you go. What? I can play drums. <laughs> We'll come over there and bop you upside the head with a drumstick. I'm kidding. Don't get upset. I was just picking on Chad. But listen, drums. Uh, And stringed instruments, including viola, violin, and cello. Have you ever attempted to play a violin, viola, or cello, or any instrument that has no frets on it? You say you play bass guitar. Have Mm -hmm. you ever tried to play any of them? Uh Uh-uh. I have. God, they're difficult. Have you ever attempted to play drums? Uh, I have, as a matter of fact. And? Oh, I'm wicked good at no, it. No, you're not. No, I'm terrible. No, you're not. I couldn't hit them. I just, what it was, was I, it, they were just so weirdly spaced. Apparently, you're allowed to set up the drums to your own, where your hands land. Yeah. And I just we do couldn't, that from time I just to time. couldn't get my hands in the right place. Uh, well, yeah. Billy Joe Armstrong also oh, plays. Yeah, and there's three. There's, there's only three, three instruments. Yeah. <laughs> if you get two of them, two out of you the got three, it. you and got sixty six percent of the band. And anyone can play drums here. Watch. Shut up! Stop yeah. it. <laughs> he plays guitar, harmonica, piano, mandolin, and drums. Mandolin's a rough instrument, too. Dude, did you hear about him? No, the apparently I, not. No, He's got the, a new album uh, out. Well, the iHeartRadio uh, Festival was over the weekend. What'd he do? Well, they were given originally forty five minutes, and then apparently Usher needed more time. So yeah. right before they got ready to go out on stage, they were told, oh, 25 instead of 45. Oh, you don't tell Green Day. And apparently when you're <laughs> when you're playing, there's like a little flashy sign that that flashes when Time you're given off, when you're given one minute left. Sure. So he decided to take his one minute left to let everyone know, I am not blanking Justin Bieber. Really? You do not look, he went off. 
No. Oh, yes, sir. Is it on YouTube? Probably. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Yes, sir. Billy hey. Joe Armstrong, Meltdown, iHeartRadio. Thank you for running the radio show, KLSU, on the campus of Louisiana State University. Hello, KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana. There's a haven over there for one-man bands. Really is. Yeah, they just have a bunch of instruments set up, and uh-huh. they let you in one at a time uh-huh. until you get to get done. There's a big fight over who's the opening act. That's I'm true. a better one-man band than you. That's right. I'm the organ grinder. Get us on Facebook, search Rock School Radio Show, and when you like us, you really like us. We're well over 320 people now. Yes, sir. How yes, about sir. that? We're very happy. You know, because we're over 300 people, Facebook offered us free advertising. They did? They did. We advertised a little bit. I don't know that we got anybody, we but did. we advertised a little bit. Back in a minute. Rock School. Okay, we need a short one to get to the bottom of the hour. Edgar Winter? You know Edgar Winter? I do. You know the song Frankenstein? Yes, sir. Played every single part on Frankenstein except the basic drum kit. He played Mm -hmm. all the percussion parts on it. Right, right, right. Played all the keyboards, played all the horn parts. He's a heck of a saxophone player, apparently. Mm -hmm. But except for the basic drum kit, which was played by a guy named Johnny B-A-D-A-N-J-E-K, Badenjek, do you know him? That's fine. Okay. Uh, except for the basic drum kit, everything on Frankenstein was played by Edgar Winter. See, this is what I'm talking about. What? If you and I go to an Edgar Winter concert and they break into Frankenstein, what if right. Edgar Winter that night is just in a, I feel like playing the bass guitar. I'm going to play the bass guitar. No, I want to see Edgar Winter on that giant electric guitar. Well, he'd probably play the guitar. Which is the the, the 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 keyboard that that is held like a guitar? That's what I want to see. That's him probably play. what he'd be playing. Well, you know, I'm sure that's what he would be playing. Well, he probably. Probably. I say probably. But you'd be upset. You never know. Well, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, you got to think you. about it. They're touring like, oh, God, this is our 53rd show in a row. Yeah. Well, maybe I he'd just do feel percussion. like doing something different tonight. Maybe he'd do percussion. Get I a would table out and to... go. Oh, <laughs> I got a cup of coffee right here. It is so close to landing the, right there on your nice little green shirt. The uh, the song Free Ride by Edgar Winter. Everything is played by Edgar Winter except, again, the basic drum kit and the guitar part. And the guitar part was done by Dan Hartman. But I so. thought I thought his brother played with him. I don't think so. Not on these songs. I'm sure they have played together, but not on these songs. And those were his two big hits. What about Johnny? Do you know if Johnny plays multiple instruments? I do not know. I do not know. I don't have that here. I'm assuming that he does play more than just guitar, but that's only my assumption. They come from that multi-talented musician winter family. I would assume. I would assume. Uh, And they live next door to the Summers and right right down the street with the falls. This is Free Ride with Dan Hartman kicking it off right here. Rock School. Let's get our names out of the way. I'm Joe Burns. Chad P. And uh, see, I did see? The, did it for you. You're a drummer. I Good am for a you. That was Good in rhythm you. right there. Oh, oh, we so are going close. to come out of seven days and seventy seconds with a drummer. So Chad can talk about one of these guys that he was putting uh, while we were off the air. We'll come out of seven days and seventy seconds with this guy. These are the dates: September 24th all the way through September 30th. I believe Chad has Monday. Do it. Here we go. September 24th, 1991. Happy 
fourth anniversary to my wife. That's you put right. your anniversary in my notes? I did. Are I you put serious? That's right. And it's the golden anniversary, too. Not oh, that it's 50 years. 24th anniversary on the 24th. That's uh, right. That's brilliant. Uh-huh. Here, here's a drum solo for you. <laughs> well, thank the anniversary. you, Chad Bonham. Very nice. <laughs> September 24th, 1991, Nirvana's Nevermind is released. The original working title was what? Sheep. 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 It was. They thought their fans would be sheep. Sheep. Yeah. September 25th, 1980, John Bonham dies of asphyxiation by choking on his own vomit. Ew. And remember, you you can't dust for vomit. That's right. The group later decides, of course, to disband because they believe he cannot be replaced. September 26, 1998, MTV Russia goes on the air at midnight. The first video shown was Mummy Trolls Vladivostok 2000. I love that song. Oh, you I, do? Oh, I play that all the never. Uh, September 27, 2004, Phil Spector is officially charged with the death of Lana Clarkson from 2003. He'll later be found guilty of her death and go to jail. September 28, 1997, the 103rd meeting of the Audio Engineering Society was held. <laughs> At that meeting, the DVD format was officially unveiled. <laughs> Nerd! Nerd! <laughs> September 29th, 1984, Prince uh, held the number one single spot with Let's Go Crazy and the number one album spot with the Purple Rain soundtrack. Only the Beatles had done that feat previously. And then on September 30th, 1965, the U.S. was introduced to Donovan when he appears on the show, Shindig. Shindig. Now, the drummer we're talking about, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Most people only knew Dave Grohl as a drummer and a heck of a drummer. Yo, Not he's a question. Awesome. He's brilliant. When people saw him in the Nevermind video back mm-hmm. in, uh, you know, 1991, this hard-hitting drummer. Yeah. Obviously, he's just a drummer. No, no. No, not a no, question. No, After no. Nirvana breaks up, people got to see what an unbelievable instrumentalist he is. As a matter of fact, he plays all the instruments yes, on sir. the Probot LP with overdubs by a slew of people, but the fact remains... He plays all the same thing. Same with the debut album from the Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Plays all of them. Mm-hmm. So uh, he has some additional stuff on Ecstatic, uh, the guitar and Ecstatic. But when you listen to Big Me and all of that, you see him live. There's other people with him, obviously. He can't right. play all of them. But he's out in the but, front. Right, with a guitar. With a guitar. And... See, and that's the thing that I'm talking about, it Doc. Bothers, I know that, you like, you know, so, well, a little bit because my favorite Foo Fighter song is My Hero. Right. I love that drum track. We featured it on My Favorite Drummers. Right. He plays the drums on the album. But live. But live, it's no. Taylor Hawkins. And right. I'm not taking anything away from Taylor Hawkins. He's brilliant. But if right. I go to see the Foo Fighters when they play My Hero, I want to see Dave doing I, it. What can I tell you? I won't. Now, I get your point. I won't enjoy the song any less. I'll still rock out and I'll love it. But a small part of me will say, I really wish I would have seen Dave yeah, on the drums. would have seen him play him. Yeah. The song Big Me, mm-hmm. everything. It's him. Dave Grohl. He's awesome. It sounds like this. Rock's cool. When I talk about it, carries on. All right, second break here on Rock School. Let's talk about some people that we're not going to play. I have one. Yeah, I know. I actually have me- one. You mentioned them off mic. Go. Uh-huh. Well, Kid Rock. Right. Kid Rock plays just about everything. And, and what I really like about this guy, we saw him live once, my wife and I, uh-huh. and there's a section of his concert where they just kind of do this instrumental jam. He goes literally from instrument to instrument, right. you know, and his lead guitarist will pull it off of the strap and hand it to Kid Rock, and he'll play like a minute on the guitar. The crowd goes wild. Gives it back to him, goes over to the keys, plays some keys, drummer gets up, he, he drums. It's great. Sure. Really, and really cool. It just shows off the fact that he can do it. Uh-huh. Right. And you wonder, can he really play each instrument or does he know just a minute 
of each instrument. Hey. I remember when Garth Brooks wanted to, Garth Brooks was huge. Remember yeah. they had some ABC specials on him? Yes. He wanted a saxophone solo uh-huh. inside of one of his songs. And right. I remember the keyboardist saying to him, well, who are you going to get to play the saxophone solo? And he said, well, I'll play it. And, you know, I don't know if you've ever attempted to play a saxophone. Anyone can get a honk out of it. Yeah. You know, like playing a duck call. Sure. Like doing this on sure. a table. But anyone can, you know, honk. Good. You played a saxophone. <laughs> Look at you. But to make it pretty takes yeah. years of practice. Right, right. And the guy said, sure, Garth, go ahead. Buy yourself a saxophone. <laughs> He learned one thing, uh-huh. the solo to the song. That's it. He could play one thing. And, Whatever happens. Oh, he could make it pretty. That's right. But can you play anything else? Nope. Nope. But I can play that one <laughs> solo my dad that did song. That. My dad had a friend who did that one time. He's like, I'm going to learn how to play guitar. Sure we learned how to make are, a D Bob. chord. That's it. So he came up and he's like, I'm going to invite my friend up here to come play. And he's like, all right, let's go to D. And dad's like, well, I like singing it in C. Like, eh, we might want to stay in D. <laughs> Bob knows one chord. Yeah, That's much. it. Uh, Mike Oldfield of Tubular Bells fame. This is from the Tubular Bells album. This is what he plays. Guitar, bass, guitar, electric guitar, Farfisa. I don't know what that is. The Farfisa. Uh, the, the Farfisa. Good. I own now two that of them. Now that you've said it twice, I know exactly what it right. is. Right. All organs, the flagiolet, F-L-A-G-E-O-L-E-T. I have no idea what that is either. Glockenspiel, honky-tonk piano, mandolin, Piltdown Man. I have no idea what that is. You don't know what a Piltdown Man is. Yeah, no. Uh, percussion Spanish guitar produced. Uh, he also played the taped motor drive amplified organ chord. <laughs> Timphony vocals and tubular bells. How about that? Well, I can grab a bunch of words and say that I know how to play that. <laughs> I know how to play What's the... the point of bragging on an instrument if people, number one, can't pronounce it, I know. and number two, have no idea what you're talking about? I can play the bumper of a 67 Chevy. Listen, there we wow, go. that sounds really uh, strangely <laughs> like a 57 Chevy. Uh, who's listening to us? Nobody uh, now. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, uh, they're across the seas. Radio Universidad, Salamanca, Spain. I should write these things down. Yeah. Thanks for running the radio show. Hello, WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. Thank you so much for not canceling us yet. Yes, sir. Uh, back in a minute, Rock School. All right, coming out of the break, it's Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones. Now, obviously, he didn't play all the instruments on a song, but if you remember in the first part of the show, we talked about John Paul Jones. Yes. And he was just sort of the guy who was a multi-instrumentalist. Dig this. What? Brian Jones played slide guitar on I Want to Be Your Man. Mm-hmm. Organ on Let's Spend the Night Together. Marimba on Under My Thumb. The Recorder on Ruby Tuesday. Trumpet on Child of the Moon. Appalachian Dulcimer on Lady Jane. Harpsichord on Lady Jane. Accordion on Backstreet Girl. Saxophone and Oboe on Dandelion. Mellotron on She's a Rainbow. And Auto Harp on You Got the Silver. That's cool. How many instruments do you need to play? Well, well uh, how about a couple more? He actually <laughs> played sitar on a few songs and on Street Fighting Man played tambora. What's a tambora? It's a bass sitar. That's awesome. Not bad at all, huh? Hey, hey. Yes? I, I have a theory. Yes? I think that these guys, some of these guys were forced to learn these instruments so that the band 
wouldn't have to pay a session musician to come in. Entirely possible. Mm-hmm. We need a sitar right here. Uh, Brian. Brian. Can you just learn a sitar so we don't have to pay $40 an hour to some guy? We don't have that kind of money, Brian. Can you learn, please? <laughs> a just... sitar? Yeah. Does anybody have a sitar? Where would we get a sitar? At the sitar store. That's right. Sitars are up in the sitar district. Look at that. That's right. There is the Rolling Stones right here in Rogsville. Talking about multi-instrumentalists here on Rock School, uh, normally called utility men. Also, we're talking about one-man band people, those that have played all of the instruments. We talked about uh, John Fogarty. We Mm -hmm. also talked about Edgar Winter and uh, some other people. Prince. Prince is a one-man band guy. Yeah, Yeah. but see, Prince likes to flaunt it, because if you've ever seen him on TV, he'll he'll happily go over there, look, look, I play this, look, I play this. I play all these different Mm -hmm. things. His first album, called For You, it lists out that he played 27 different instruments. Let's see, who needs 27 instruments on an album? Prince. Apparently Prince. Yeah. Now... It to me seems that to learn twenty seven instruments, you're you're just going over the top. But mm-hmm. he's got to show off that he can do it. If you look at all of the writing credits on each one of his subsequent albums, he's all over them. Now he brings in people <laughs> to play certain things, but from what I read, he is the the person who sort of lays down the tracks and then things are done over top of it. So yeah. he continues to play See, on top of all of these other people that are playing. I yeah, mean, but it's, when, it's almost a Prince album yeah. with overdubs. When you start looking at his album notes, it kind of looks like one of those college jokes. Like, whenever, remember when we were in your video class yeah. and we would produce a video and it would say, written by me, produced by me, me. camera work done by me. me. That's what his album credits look like. It certainly does. As I looked through later albums trying to find something that was a hit by him, that I could play. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is difficult to find a song later on that was written, produced, and played all by him. Did find this one, though. Little Red Corvette. Every single word, every single production, every single instrument. Prince. Sounds like this. Rock School. Okay, last break here on Rock School. Let me tell you some of the people that we didn't get around to playing. Stevie Wonder is a, a huge multi-instrumentalist. And see, that's big because because of the obvious. You know, you sit well, here blind, and, well, yeah, you sit here sure. and be like, wow, you know, a guy can play the piano blind. But if you can play all these multiple instruments, because the degree right. of difficulty is upped, you know, by the oomph degree Certainly. for that guy. And he's as talented as he is. That's I got respect, oh, sure. mad respect for that. Most people know that he is a keyboardist, and of mm-hmm. course, anything with a keyboard he can play. Yep. But also harmonica, mm-hmm. uh, a few horn instruments, drums, bongos, congas, all kinds of stuff. Do you know the Spinner's 1970 hit? It's a shame the way you mess around with my heart. Yes, sir. Apparently, he played every single instrument on that, except for a couple of the horn instruments. Everything. Nice. nice. So on the song Superstition, uh-huh. uh, everything but guitar. 
believe it or not. Cool deal. Played everything on Superstition except the guitar. Superstition. Uh, the, uh, the band. Uh-huh. Everybody plays everything. Rick Danko, <laughs> bass, fiddle, and vocals. Helm, drums, acoustic guitar, uh, percussion, vocals. Hudson, organ, piano, clavinet, soprano, and tenor saxophones. Um, who else we got on here? Robertson, guitar, vocals. He's the main songwriter of the whole thing. Uh-huh. Manuel, piano, organ, drums, vocals. Everybody plays everything. That's awesome because I have this little vision now of those guys getting ready to go out on stage, and there's a big pot right there. It'd be like, pick an instrument. We're drawing for a bass. <laughs> Who's got it? I've uh, got Phil, it. Phil, you're you. on bass tonight. Paul McCartney, his first solo album, he plays everything. The only thing that he didn't do is a few background vocals, which were supplied by his wife, Linda. Mm -hmm. Other than that, he's listed as bass, drums, guitar, lead guitar, piano, mellotron, organ, xylophone, lead vocals. That's it. He's a beetle. Yeah. He can get away with that. Okay, the one we're going to end on here, Getty Lee. And I went to the Moving Pictures LP. This is just his listing from the LP. Mm Mm-hmm. Lead vocals, bass, bass pedals, mini Moog, Oberheim 8-voice synthesizer, OBX, and Moog Taurus. Plus, <gasps> when he's live, I know, when he's live, he's got a 13-note organ-style pedal board. Uh-huh. So as he's singing yeah. and playing a keyboard, he's also playing an organ with his foot. Dude's awesome. Unbelievable. Then he backs up and, for the sake of argument, plays bass better than just about any other rock bassist out there. We got to get another name for these guys. I don't like utility men. What do you want to call them? The utility man is the guy I yelled at to get my lights back on after the storm. Multi instrumentalist? That'll be fine. That's a good one? That's fine. All right. I approve. I'm I'm Joe Burns. I'm Chad P. Multi instrumentalist because I play drums. (laughs) Class is dismissed. (laughs) 